Welcome to the Av Youth Podcast. Here you will be able to listen to our latest messages and everything Av Youth related. We hope you enjoy today's episode. What is up, Av Youth? How are you guys doing? I'm so excited to be here and be part of the Rewind. I got three new guests. I got Brittany, Elijah, and Savannah. We got all the crew in the house and we're gonna be starting the rewind you guys know what the deal is it's time to go over last week's message all right let's get it welcome how are you doing Brittany? pretty good pretty good <laughs> elijah great yeah good savannah pretty awesome <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're gonna hop into these questions real quick and the first question i have because we all saw the message last week at least i'm gonna assume if you guys didn't make sure you guys check it out but Last yeah, because I was singing last week, so like, go check me out. Oh, I don't know if worship's actually on the service, but it's okay, because you can see Brittany walk up and then walk <laughs> away, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> but other than that, um, the star of the show wants to make sure she's known. Uh, Duh, <laughs> I'm the star. And that's so raven. Every time I think it's about... the future, I can see. Every time I see you, dude, I don't know what it is, but I think about that so raven. Like Fun legit. fact, I, when I was younger and I used to watch that show, I used to like go to school and be like, oh snap. And I'd pause for a second and they're like, I just had a vision. Oh I would pers- gosh, I really bro. think I was psychic. <laughs> like I really thought I was Raven. What was your best vision? Did you ever you know, I never, I never really had a vision. No. I would just kind of stare into space and like hope that people would think I had visions. Moral of the story, don't trust the people that say they got visions. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> All right. So last week, Charlie brought this ladder out. And I'm talking like a 15-foot ladder. It was like longer than my arms, twice the size of my wingspan. It was big. I don't, I don't even know. It was pretty big. It was huge. But what did you guys think? I want to know. Like, What did you guys think when you guys saw that huge ladder? Um, I, I was kind of confused at first. But I kind of, I kind of like got a hint as to what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of put two and two together. But at the beginning I was like, why is there a big old tall ladder out here? And then like I kind of just kind of put two and two together. And then he told us and I was like, oh my God, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> For sure. What about you, Elijah? What do you think? I just thought it was a big ladder. <laughs> I just thought it was a big ladder. Brittany, you, you were in the leadership meeting. so Charlie- I knew it was coming out, but like I didn't think the ladder was going to be that. I've never seen a ladder. So Charlie normally goes over the message with me. We should have like bopped to the top. See, okay, speaking of, all right, so we're in the middle of service. Charlie's up on the ladder and Mary, I see you, Mary. Mary's out here saying in the group chat to to the leadership meeting, she's like, so is someone gonna move the ladder for worship? And I'm sitting there in my head like, oh yeah. And then like Aubrey was like, yeah, they're gonna move it. Uh, We're gonna have the boys move it or something like that. And I was sat there and I was like, Nah, I'm gonna mess with everybody right now. I was like, actually, you're gonna perform Bop to the Top from High School Musical. It's gonna be the best thing ever. You and Brittany are just gonna Bop to the Top, dude. And I would've like, been so down with it. <laughs> honestly, so down. I was really hoping that if I would've left it there, that it would've happened. <laughs> I really don't even know the song. Sorry, anymore. I do. Oh, nice. I'm not sure. I would've gone down. For sure. Anyways, but besides that, I sat there and I was like, I don't know what's going on with this ladder. Now, I, Charlie didn't really explain it. He just said, I'm going to be going on this ladder. And I didn't understand the point of it. And then at the end, when I saw what he was talking about, 
I had the vision from That's So Raven that Brittany could never have. And I decided to say, you know what? I had a vision and this is it. And Charlie was climbing to the top and I'm so glad that he didn't fall because I sat there and worried for like a cool minute. I, I don't think you too. understand. I was like, <laughs> when he was going when higher, he kept higher going, I was like, I was like stop. Please stop. Please stop. Oh my gosh, you're going to fall. He literally went all the way to the top. I was like, oh my god. I was so scared. I was having a heart attack. Oh yeah, I was so yeah. scared. But. <laughs> you could tell a lot of other students were too. Oh yeah. Because like, I was like standing was... behind there like looking in the crowd. I was like, stop. Stop. I'm like, oh my gosh, stop. <laughs> hey, got people's attention. Period. Right. Um, but. This past year has been insane. Obviously, we're in the series, what in the 2020, right? So how have you seen yourself challenged to grow due, due, due to the pandemic? Like, how has it been challenging and how have you overcome it? Um, for me personally, I would say that it's been really challenging, like not having church when like when we didn't have it for like all those months mm -hmm. and like, you know, just staying on track and like reading the Bible all the time and like staying in that faith and relationship with God. Um, I feel like maybe like not even just for me, but for others as well, like not coming to church, like kind of played a role in that um, challenging parts. And so you really have to like push yourself, like, okay, like even though I'm not going to church, I still need to do this myself. Yeah. Like, you know, you need to be in charge of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree because at times we become so dependent on church. It's kind of like, oh, like, yes, we can't wait for church and this, but whenever things stop, you kind of had to like, do it on your own now like you have to really put the effort and you have to put the time to like be in his presence not just obviously we should be doing it when we're when it was when we did have church but like now that we didn't it really was on us to do it and like at times you may think like about everything that's going on in the world like we it can be so negative but it can also be so positive too yeah you know? like if if you're tuned in with god then all you're gonna see is the positives so i think that was really important yeah. for me um, it, I was, it was really, it was really challenging for me to keep in touch with God, um, cause, like, I procrastinate, so then, same, so, so, when, so when those, uh, when those, uh, YouTube services come out, I just, like, I just keep putting it off, like, I'll watch it later, I'll watch it later, and then I kept saying that, and then, I've missed them and then I just completely like like disconnected and then and then once church started up again and we start coming back it really helped out that's good yeah honestly for me like I was always here obviously helping Charlie set up the online services but after like the first like three weeks me and him were both done we were just like this is really? yeah this is not fun anymore like at first it was like all right time to be creative and then it was like I miss the kids, bro. Like, this is what youth ministry is about. Like, seeing these kids and, like, yeah. that's the worst part, especially after youth convention. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's like, and not right being able after. to, like, see your kids and, like, hug them and, like, you know, like, our kids, like, depend on us. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, we're their leader. Like, we're there for them. Like, you know, a lot of kids, like, look up to us and, like, talk to us about certain things. So it's, like, not being able to have that, like, one on one connection is, like, yeah. But I'm glad we're back now. For real. Only And FaceTime calls can only go so far. Right. I, was, I was not down with Zoom. I was down with it too. Zoom. But, I hate Zoom. Because well, I have to do it for school, school. <laughs> and for interviews, like for work. So I'm just like, hmm, I'm over it. I 
can't imagine having to Zoom interview for work. I feel like that'd be so awful. Like, I had to do trial, dance trials over Zoom. What? <laughs> what the heck? It was crazy. That's awful. Yeah, like, it was could have been outside? No, I did it in my room on over Zoom with my coaches. That's awful. Yeah, it was... Ugh. Weren't you already a part of the team, too? For... No, I had tried out... I couldn't try out my junior year because I was too late for the mm. tryouts. So I tried out my senior year, and then all this happened. And then I had to try over Zoom, and yeah. <laughs> I have dance practices over Zoom. Dude, I had some student tell me that they had PE over Zoom. Oh yeah, that's I was like, what? Yeah, for one of the um, people I was like interviewing for, she was telling me that like her little girl, like they do have to do PE, and also I'm like, but how do they do PE at home? Like, how does that work? Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's the cutest thing ever. Like they have to record themselves doing the exercises and then send it to the teacher. That is so weird. I, I was just going to say, that's to be, weird. I would hate to be a PE teacher. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? Just like watching like these fools get all sweaty. Like, <laughs> having some fools struggle to do a sit-up and you're just sitting right, there like, Right, you're like, come on, you nice. can do it. Like, <laughs> I saw this thing. thing and it was like, the kids were getting dress coded on Zoom because they were wearing the pajamas. Mm-hmm. And, the people, <laughs> and the people were like, what are they going to do? Send them home? Because <laughs> they're dress coded like. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, there's some teachers how they're like, oh no food or like drink like during class or whatever. And I guess I read this story online that this girl she was getting like a she was opening a snack mm-hmm. and the teacher like yelled at her and the mom screamed from the back she's like yeah just let the computer die like she's like i'm over it oh my gosh dude that's funny that's crazy it's like what in the 2020s i was just gonna say that. <laughs> what in the 2020s are we related or what <laughs> well we got a, one more question um actually no sorry two more questions i'm a horrible host good to know Robert um, didn't pass kindergarten it's true. Sorry. I didn't. I actually um, was forced to go because I was getting too old. He dropped um, out of kindergarten. Yes, I did. Um, so <laughs> um, Charlie said a quote, and I thought it was really good, and I feel like we could pick a lot of pieces from it. And it says this, we prevent sin from mastering us by allowing God to master us first. So what are some practical ways in your guys' life that you can continue to allow God to be the captain of your own ship or the Lord of your life? Can you repeat that quote one more time? Yeah. No I was like trying so hard to like concentrate on every single word. I think I was concentrating too hard. No, you're good. So we prevent sin from mastering us by allowing God to master us first. We prevent sin from mastering us by allowing God to master us first. Master us first? Hey. So. <laughs> Since Savannah was the only one listening, <laughs> you can go first. Sorry, I don't have a photographic thing. I think with my future especially like now, like right now is like crucial. Like I'm about to graduate, not not about to, but I'm gonna graduate. And like, I have to start thinking of like all this stuff and I can think like so hard, but I have to like put God first to like let him do everything in my life. Mm-hmm. Like to put me on the path that I'm supposed to be on. And I feel like at times, especially now, like I don't know where my path is supposed to be going. Like I can think this thing and this thing and I'm like, God, which one is it? Yeah. So it's like, I really have to like put my trust in him and like allow him to like be the one like to master me in that way so I think for me like my future and everything like it I have to put all my trust in for him to do that right now especially mm-hmm. yeah if that answers the question yeah absolutely. <laughs> Elijah um so God has these things set out for me and then uh, uh the position we're in now I kind of like I kind of think to myself, how how am I how am I gonna do this? How how is this gonna happen? And then like um, 
and then like I just start doubting and then like I try to take control and do things my own way um but in the, in the bible you can see it never goes it never goes right yeah yeah and so then um I'm working on giving God back control mm-hmm. that's good can you repeat the question one more time please how actually sorry what are some practical ways that we can in your life allow God to be the captain of your own ship also the Lord of your life okay so kind of like what Savannah and Elijah said like about like giving him control and giving him that trust because we like we all have a plan for ourselves like we want when I grow up I want to be this I want to do this you know and it's great that we want to do that you know and God willing God will let us do that but it's not in the way that we imagine it like we could that could be the plan for us but along the way some things happen you know because not everything's easy God will throw us some stones like to show us the way like you know and I just lost my train of thought (laughs) why this happens so much I'm sorry, I'll be talking all the time. I will lose my turn in the middle of my sentence. Don't worry. Okay. I'm not hurt. Anyway, I'm hurt. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, basically just like letting God take control and like giving him that trust, especially when things aren't going your way or they're not happening like in your timing. Mm-hmm. Because things will happen and you'll be like, oh, okay, well, this is obviously God's sign that this isn't for me. And it's like, no, 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 no. Hold on. Take a second. Step back. Like, process why this is happening you know like think about it instead of just like a lot instead of like emotionally deciding things and stuff so mm-hmm. i think those are all really good answers i think those are all really good perspectives um one thing from my life i think i've noticed is like a practical way is just constantly going back to christ you know what i mean like constantly focusing and realizing like i live for you now you know what i mean yeah and i was talking to a student the other day and i was telling him about this one song by passion and it's funny because you were talking about like oh like you may want to do these things with your life like okay. you have this plan and the song by passion is more like jesus and how it opens up it says here at your feet my desires and dreams i lay down like mm. i give that up and it's like what like it just shows you like a true perfect picture of surrender and i loved it i was like dang like the way i used to be the things i used to do the ways i wanted to be the things i wanted to do it's like i gave that up for you you know what I mean it's like that's nuts and it's exactly what Jesus wants you know what I mean Mm -hmm. he desires us even as hard as it can be oh yeah 100% he desires us to give up our own way to take up our cross daily and follow him it's nuts dude crazy and like I use this example all the time and it goes off of what Elijah was saying about giving control to God it's like when I was applying to college um, I I only applied to Cal State San Bernardino and I was stressing out to the max having like panic attacks almost every single day like am i gonna get in i don't know like you know like i know this is god's path like you know if if god willing but i was still like worrying about it yeah and i'll never forget like literally like one day i just like i physically did like okay god like i give it to you like i I can't do this anymore like i can't keep doing this i can't keep stressing myself out like this like and i physically just went like this and went like that and it like it all went away like it felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulder and like from there until I got my acceptance letter, like I felt so free. Like it was so amazing. So that was just like a little example. That's cool. See, it works. It does. Even if you have to do it. <laughs> Surrender Period. is always the answer. Period, poo. I'm really done with these one-liners. Actually, just kidding. I got one more. Ready? Kane's offering. Because we're going back to the whole story, right? Mm-hmm. The whole overarching story 
of Charlie's message was this. Abel gave the best and Cain gave some. So Cain's offering was rejected, but Abel's was accepted. Sorry, it rhymes. My bad. <laughs> but how can we see this connection in our life? So uh, Abel was one of the people. I'll say some first. Yeah, she actually studies her Bible, okay? <laughs> so I'm going to bring it into like this 2020 generation right now because I have a good example. Brett helped me with this too. Like, um, I feel like during this time, social media is definitely like a really big platform that everyone uses right now, mm -hmm. especially quarantine, like we're all keeping up with the trends and everything. I feel like we can, um, what's the word? Like we can see these other people's lives and think of, oh, they look so accepted. They look like they have everything going on for them. Everything is so perfect. And we may feel like we're not accepted. Like we may feel like, oh my God, like we just compare ourselves mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And I know a lot of, I know most people do that. So I feel like uh, we may feel like we're not accepted and that they're accepted. And it's kind of just a thing of going back and that can go into like depression. That can go into anxiety, comparing yourself to other people, especially when you see this perfect life that you think they have. When in reality, they might feel the same way that you're feeling. So I feel like with this generation, that's something that, is like an everyday thing that goes on too, you know? Mm -hmm. but yeah. So my perspective on that is that God accepted Abel's um, gifts and offerings because Abel put his 100% in it. Mm -hmm. Abel was 100% fully with God. You know, um, we talk about all the time how we can come to church on Sundays and Wednesdays and stuff like that, but that's kind of all we do. And, you know, we're not really going outside church and studying our Bible and spreading the word of God and helping others and loving others like we're supposed to. So I think that's why Abel's got accepted because he gave his all and he wasn't, he, like we always say, he didn't have one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. So I think one thing that's cool about um, just that story of Cain and Abel is like we get to see one was willing to give his best, like you said, your all to God. And the other one was just like, I'm going to give you this little piece. Yeah. Like, I'm going to give this little piece, and it's fine. And Charlie made a point that, like, the, the animal sacrifice was messy. Like, it's a messy sacrifice. And, like, Cain's giving up just, like, fruit that's clean. It's not bloody. It's not covered in, like, any weird stuff. It's like, no, like, God takes the messy sacrifice because it was the best sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was the one that took more heart to let go of that mm -hmm. person's, like, because so someone who's who has sheep right it's like that's my best sheep that's going to be hard to like it's going to be so easy to sell but it's also going to be so hard to give up just yeah. for free like yeah. i'm going to give that one up like you're going out of your own way to say i'm giving this one up and it's like we think about that and it's, it's such a connection like obviously to god and his son yeah. you could the jesus called the lamb of god you know what i mean and it's like that's what God did for us. And it's such a beautiful message. And when you read Romans 12, I left this in there for me just because I think it's really cool. Romans 12 verse 1 says that, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all that he has done for you. Let them be a living and a holy sacrifice, the kind you will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. So what did we say about Cain and Abel? We said that Cain's offering was rejected, but Abel's was accepted. Then we see in Romans 12, verse 1, that we see that we want to give our lives and our bodies as a living sacrifice. 
the kind he will find acceptable. All of us, not just on Wednesday nights, all of us, not just on Sunday mornings, but all of us every day. And that goes back to Luke 7, where Jesus says to pick up our cross daily and follow him. Yeah. And it's like, that's crazy. Like when I, when I read that, I was like, that's nuts. You know what I mean? It's, it's insane to see the key to the pudding is always there. Like the answer is true surrender. And it's like, are we willing to do that? Yeah. And there's I feel like Go ahead. at times now, especially during all of this, what in the 2020, <laughs> we can feel like, why isn't God doing this for us? Like, what is there that I'm not doing right? But at the end of the day, are we really giving that 100%? And I feel like for me especially, like I have to like, there are some things that are going on that are so negative. And I was like, why is all this stuff going on? And I'm like, uh, maybe because you're only giving like 50%. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's not that he's not there because he's there at all times in yeah. your life. It's just that he's like yearning for you to give more. And like you're not doing that and it's not like he's gonna throw things at you intentionally but it's just like he's gonna like you're gonna face these things and if you gave that 100 percent, it wouldn't be so like hard to face them mm -hmm. so i think for me that's like a hard thing like i'm learning more and more like you have to give him your all like you've been saying and i feel like that goes with like everyone yeah yeah, yeah. and like the thing is, like, if God sees or feels that you are, like, veering away from him, he's going to put certain situations in your life to veer you back to him. Mm -hmm. And it's like he knows in your heart that you're going to go back to him with that situation. God already knows it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, God knows our whole entire life plan. We're just following it. So it's like, I think he, you know, with the hardships that we go through, it's not, like, super intentional. He wants to hurt us. It's like there's always a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. That's how I personally feel is that there is always a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing too is like not to get like confused on knowing that even when situations aren't in our favor, when circumstances are against us, it doesn't change who God is. God is still good. Yeah. At the end of the day, we have salvation. We have reconciliation and back to connection with God. That is the best gift he could have ever given us. And that was only through the life, death, and resurrection of Christ. So it's like even when our circumstances are bad, our situations that we're facing are bad, God is still good because of the one sacrifice that he provided. Yeah. And he, like we literally, we don't even deserve that, but he gave us the mercy anyways. And that alone is the most beautiful gift he could have ever given us. So. Oh, he was saying. Why you, Elijah? What do you think about, about how we can see that in our, in our life? The, the Cain's offering was rejected, but Abel's was accepted. I'm not sure. <laughs> Are you Do you agree with us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he basically said everything. Like, I agree with us. <laughs> what they said. <laughs> what everyone else did. I don't even know. But, all right, guys. It was such a great time to be here on The Rewind. Thank you guys for stopping by. Can't wait to see you guys in a couple weeks. We got two more weeks from now, and we will be back for another episode of Ab Youth, The Rewind. Miss you and love you guys. See you guys Bye. next week in person. Service starts at 6.45. Just kidding, it starts at 7. Be there, 6.45 for hangout. You confused me so <laughs> right now. I was like, what?